Today, in the United States of America, we are recognizing the National Day of Prayer. It is a day set aside for us as a nation to spend time unified in prayer. I pray that you have personally experienced the power of prayer in your own life. There is nothing greater that you can do when you cannot change any circumstances is for you to pray to the Lord. When we get into a crisis or a problem or you become anxious about anything, we can literally just start praying in our mind and ask the Lord to help us. And he is right there with us. Jeremiah 33.3 says, Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. As we focus on prayer today, I encourage you to pray for others around you. We can often get so consumed with our own prayers and needs that we forget to lift others up. Become a person of prayer. Pray that you will be known as a person of prayer to those around you. When someone asks you to pray for them, don't just say you'll do it, but stop right then and there and pray for them. Things change when we pray. I've seen it happen in my own life over and over for years. The enemy is defeated when we pray. The National Day of Prayer's focus this year is pray for America and for unity. Ephesians 4.3 says, Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. I believe that God is calling His church and all the prayer warriors to unify and pray for all the different areas that you and I watch and see every day on the news, to pray for all of the crisis that may be going on, any of the tragedies, the fires, the tornadoes, for the people that may have shootings in their cities. When you watch news or if you read it or you hear it from a friend, will you start learning to pray short prayers for all these different areas and for people that are going through difficulties. We have a burden for families and marriages. We're praying for anybody that is living in adultery that the Lord will touch and change their lives by the Holy Spirit speaking to them while they're in the presence of the Lord. We're praying for souls to be saved and changed and transformed. We're praying for our children to come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. We're praying for deliverance from pornography and alcohol and drugs, but we must first start to get unified in praying for others and not just for all our own personal needs. I am praying that you will be touched by the National Day of Prayer, that you will continue to want to pray for the many different areas that are needed to pray for, and that we will rise up and the church will awaken to pray for a revival in America. Today, I've asked several of our prayer intercessors from our Rejoice family to join us in praying over various categories. These men and women love to fellowship with God in prayer. Many of them regularly lift you up by name when our staff prays over the request that comes into our office. I pray that this time of prayer will be a blessing to you. Let's pray. Lord, we just praise you and thank you that we can come together today in unity and pray. 
for our nation in the variety of ways. Lord, I pray that you will hear our prayers and know our hearts. We ask that you would remove all the anger, the bitterness, the unforgiveness, the hatred toward each other that we see and we hear about. We ask that you would bring all our nation back together again. We pray that you will touch our marriages, our families, our children, and bring them back to be all that you created marriage to be and created our families to be. Lord, we pray that you would be with all of the churches and may you bring our churches together to pray together, to help have programs that will bring unity in the churches across the United States. Lord, in every area that we're praying for, we are asking our standards to pray and stand in the gap for our nation to remove the division and put the love of Jesus back into our nation. We pray for a revival, and we ask that you will touch each of our hearts and remove any anger, bitterness, or hatred that we may have and fill us up with your amazing unconditional love. And we ask that this will be a day of asking for forgiveness for our weaknesses and our failures. And then may we all get together and hold hands in fighting and praying for America. We ask that we would all pray for the leaders of America and give them wisdom, knowledge, and direction. And we just give you all the praise and the glory of what you're going to do on this National Day of Prayer across America. And may it be a divine anointed time for each and every group that meets. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hi, this is Deanne. I am a prayer partner for Rejoice Ministries. And I am blessed to be reconciling with my husband. We are engaged to be married and awaiting God's perfect time, hopefully this summer. So all glory to him. And just an encouragement to all of you who are standing and believing God is no respecter of persons. So what he has done for me, for Charlene, for so many others around the world, he will do it for you. His timing, his ways, his plans, they are holy. They are holy. So I would say rest in him. Keep your eyes fixed on him and do not be distracted or discouraged by anything of this world because our God is not of this world. He is a supernatural, sovereign God that is seated on his throne. So praise God. I will be covering today the area of media, arts. So Lord, we come humbly before you this day, and we want to give you glory as the sovereign Lord of all. You are seated on your throne. You alone are God. There's none like you, none compared to you. And Father, we know your heart and your desire is for the media communications, Father God, as there are so many mass ways of communication in this day and age. It's not just TV and radio and internet like it used to be. Lord, There, there's print, there's videos, there's audios, there's so many methods and avenues of digital communicating, Lord, which can be used for evil or used for good. And we know, Lord God, that you want to restore godly principles to the media of this world and, and mainly right now to the media of the United States of America. 
So, Father, we consecrate and we commit the media of the United States back unto you, Lord God. We declare that you will be Lord over the media, that you will raise up sons and daughters to be bold, courageous, and obedient vessels of righteousness, that they will fear the Lord, not fear man, not fear backlash for being honest, for being righteous, but Father, they will fear you because you are the only one that we stand before and will be accountable to one day. So Lord, we thank you for truth and life and love and liberty being restored to the media, Father God, that you would shine your light, that you would expose all hidden and secret things of darkness. Lord, we know that includes greed, that includes lies, selfishness, deception, injustices. Father, it includes instigators of discord. We ask for you to expose and reveal the roots, the people, the instigators of discord and conflict and strife. Father, we ask that you would reveal the motivations and intentions of all men that are on any and all forms of media communication. Father, we thank you that you will bring divine reversal, that you will restore, Father God, holiness. We ask you to that truth and righteousness will prevail, that righteousness will be restored, truth will prevail, that justice will be done, Father God, that, that the media can be, be returned to a, a, a form of encouragement, Lord God, because we know at this time there's so much discouragement. I know there are people don't even want to watch the news or watch the medias or watch things anymore because it's just oppressing. It's depressing. It's discouraging. Lord, it shouldn't be. It ought not to be so, Lord God. You are a good God. You're a God of light. You're a God of love. You're a God of hope. You are a God of righteousness, Father, and this is what you want to to communicate to the world. You want to lift people up and, and encourage them, Father God, that you are still God alone, that you are there. You, you have not abandoned this nation. You have not forsaken this nation. We declare this nation is blessed because you are the Lord God of this nation. In the name of Jesus, Father, we ask you to restore ethical, moral, and honest communications, Lord God, on all the major news networks, Father God, on all, all the, the internet channels. We thank you for all of those that are called to media arts, that are in front of the television or on the radio or, or posting on the internet, Lord God, all forms of, of communication. We pray for divine protection over them, Lord God, that the angel armies would encamp around them, take charge over them, keep them in all of their ways. Father, that they would be not afraid of man, but only fear and obey and submit to you. Father, pour out your spirit upon all. Pour out your spirit that he would give wisdom, that he would give guidance, that he would give direction, Father God, that he would counsel. Father, we thank you that it's not by our might or by power, but it is by your spirit. So we thank you, Lord, that general welfare through the media arts will return for all men, women, and children, that it would be good for all, that we wouldn't have to censor what our children are hearing on TV because of the content being unclean. Father, we ask that you would bring a transformation to the media of this United States of America, that the media would bring hope, 
hope would be renewed, that holiness would be revived, that hearts would be cleansed and purified. Father, we thank you that unity will come and that great grace will be released upon this nation, upon the media communications of this nation, Father God. Freedom. We declare freedom and liberty, which is what this nation was built upon. What caused this nation to be formed was the desire for freedom. And Father, I lift up those that are in bondage. Lord, we know that media can cause stress because it of the what it what it communicates, Father. It can bring the stresses of life, the stresses of the world and everything going on in the world. Father, we know the enemy uses that for evil to those that are weak in their flesh and he deceives them into seeking comfort and pleasure and escape through chemical substances such as alcohol and drugs, even through gambling, even through pornography, even through social media addictions, through food addictions. Father, any of those things that the enemy can use to hold people hostage and and in captivity, Lord, we ask you to destroy those. We ask you to just release your agape love upon every person in this nation that is struggling with addictions that is captivated, Father God, by the wrong thing. We ask, Lord, that your love would draw them to repentance, that your love would draw them, Lord God, to truth. We thank you, Father God, that you alone have the power by your anointing to destroy every yoke, every chain, every bondage, and every shackle from their lives. Father God, that marriages would be restored, that families would be restored, that people would know their their destiny and their purpose. Father, we thank you that blinders are coming off their minds, that that scales are coming off of their eyes. We declare that whom Jesus Christ sets free is free indeed. So, Lord, we're believing for freedom, freedom from bondages to come to everyone, Lord, in this nation, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we just put all of this on your altar, and we say thank you, Lord, that you hear our prayers, that you answer our prayers, that you never sleep, you never slumber. You're always working, Father. So we give you praise, we give you honor, we give you glory for the media, arts of this nation, all forms of communications, Father, will be cleansed and purified, that they will give you glory, they will honor you. Father, they will bring the good news and not bad news, not lies. It will be bringing good news, Father God, the good news that will bring hope and that will bring liberty to all. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Hello, my name is Bob. I've been standing for my marriage for a number of years. I have little contact currently with my bride, but praise the Lord for beautiful relationships with our four children. And I'm thankful that we serve a God for whom nothing is too difficult. Today, I have the privilege to pray for the business community in America. Before I do, I wanted to read a verse that has really encouraged me, especially in the area of prayer and waiting on the Lord. It's from Isaiah 64, and the verse is uh, the fourth verse. It says, Since ancient times, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you who acts on behalf of those who wait for him. So knowing that we serve the only true God, the only God who acts on behalf of those who seek him and wait for him, let us go boldly before his throne of grace. Almighty Father in heaven, we come to you today in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. We ask you to move mightily this day in our land. 
We are a very broken, divided nation, one that has wandered far from you and seems to be moving further and further away from you. But, Lord, the fact is we need you, and we need your Son. We need your Holy Spirit. We need unity as a nation, Father, but we need a unity that is centered on you, not on any man-made notion or rallying cry. We need you to open our spiritual eyes and ears that we would be receptive to the truth, and we would turn away from all wickedness and call upon you in unity. Lord, we need revival, and we know that you can bring it. We pray that you'd bring it to our land and you'd bring it soon. We pray, Father, that you will use the businesses in our nation to draw us to you. We ask you to raise up humble, godly leaders who will lead their businesses with great integrity and as true stewards, that they will realize that they have been entrusted with what truly belongs to you. We pray that you will open doors for godly men and women to be given positions of influence that they will undertake those positions with servants' hearts, knowing that they serve the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray that your people will do their work as to you and not to men. They, they would work with all diligence and excellence every day, whether they're, they are entry-level employees in small businesses or leaders of great companies. Oh, Lord, raise up your people to be salt and light wherever they are so that those who do not know you would see you through the lives of your followers and would be drawn to you by the way your servants live out their faith in you, consistently, boldly, yet winsomely in love. We pray that more and more business owners and leaders would operate their businesses as an act of worship to you, that they would seek your direction, that they would treat their employees with fairness and respect, that they would honor their word to their customers, employees, and communities. We pray that you would grant great favor to the businesses that honor you so that their impact would grow and that you would be glorified and that more and more people would be influenced by people who are serving you wholeheartedly. We pray that through these businesses, economic blessing would flow in our land and that all people would recognize such blessings as a gift from your hand. We pray that your people would stand strong against bigotry, harassment, and bullying, that they would ex exemplify love and kindness and generosity and integrity in all their dealings. Lord, as you work mightily through your people in the workplace throughout this country, may we be drawn together as a nation. May we be drawn to you and to the foot of the cross. Open our eyes, Lord, to see you as you really are, and open our hearts to worship you as we should. All this we pray in the great name of Jesus, our risen Lord. Amen. Hello, my name is Beverly, and welcome in joining us to honor the National Day of Prayer with Rejoice Marriage Ministries. I will be praying for the dear women standers and families in this nation, standing firm. Ladies, let's go before the throne. Heavenly Father, high and lifted up, you are majestic and you are the Holy One. You are magnificent and we praise you and thank you for who you are. And we thank you, Lord, 
that you and you alone watch over each and every one of your precious daughters in this nation. And Lord, according to your word in Matthew 18, 19, and 20, where two or three are gathered together in your name, you are in the midst of us, your word says. So we invite you and we thank you, Lord. And we thank you, Lord. We bow before you at your throne of grace and mercy, your precious daughters. You are our Abba Father. And we ask, according to 1 John 1 and 9, that you forgive us for our many sins, Lord, and create in us a clean heart and establish a right spirit within us, Lord, in this nation for the women's standards across this nation, according to Psalms 51 and 10. And God, we just come to you and we lift these precious, precious women's standards before you. And we thank you, Lord. We enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise and come boldly before your throne of grace and mercy, as it says in Hebrews 4 and 16. And Lord, I just lift each and every one of these dear women before you. We ask, Lord, to strengthen these women daily. For those that are weary and tired, Lord, remind them of that Philippians 4.13, that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Lord, we ask that you and you alone meet the daily needs of each and every one of these dear women standers, that they would continue to grow in wisdom and trusting their almighty God. Lord, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says that we trust in the Lord with all of our heart and not lean on to our own understanding, trying to figure out all those circumstances, but that we continue to acknowledge you, Almighty God, and your word says that you will direct our paths or direct our steps. And we thank you, Lord, for building endurance into each and every one of these women. We thank you, Lord, for sustaining them daily with your grace. And we thank you, Lord, to encourage them with giving each of them and blessing them with a rhema word in this year of 2018. Lord, continue to give them courage and boldness. Lord, in a world that thinks that we're crazy, that we stand up and say that we are standing for God's best. Remembering Luke 1 and 45, blessed is she who believes what God has told her, that he shall perform it. For you are the God of the impossible. And we thank you, Lord, for who you are. We thank you, Lord, to use each and every one of these women's standards, taking their abilities and their giftings, their skills and their talents. Use them, Lord, for your glory. And we thank you, Lord, for your special touch of grace and peace, Jehovah Shalom, for the women, the single mothers who are in that position of domestic engineering and striving to manage the children and the household, Lord, special blessing upon them, that you are Jehovah Jireh, the provider, who owns the cattle on a thousand hills, as it says in Psalms 50 and verse 10. We lift them to you, Lord. And for those, Lord, who are battling illnesses and any kind of health issues and struggles, Lord, you are the great healer. You are the deliverer. You are Jehovah Rapha. 
Lord, apply your soothing and healing balm of Gilead to each and every one of these dear, precious women, that it's concerning them from the crown of their precious head to the soles of their feet. Give them a Holy Ghost transfusion and saturate their bodies with the blood of Jesus Christ. Lord, concerning each and every dear woman that has a spouse that is in a non-covenant relationship situation, that you would encourage each and every one of these dear women that they will not stop praying for their husband, that they will continue to trust their almighty God, that you will move in each and every one of their individual circumstances. Help them, Lord, to press in and press forward. Give them the tenacity of that bulldog with a pit bull bite that they will not give up, and they will continue to trust their almighty God. And, Lord, for a special tender touch on those that are widowed, possibly during standing, and that are lonely. Lord, touch them with your comfort. Let them feel your great love upon them. And, Lord, we just ask also that you would continue the healing in the women's brokenness and their inner woman so that, Lord, they can pray for their husbands, that they can affirm their husbands, encourage their husbands, support their husbands in prayer, and be that helpmeet God has called these women to be according to Genesis 2 and 18. And Lord, in that brokenness, Lord, heal the brokenness and bring unity to this nation where it concerns marriage and the families. Lord, that you would raise up and may the churches and the pastors model marriage God's way, which is the only way. God, have mercy on this nation and the condition of marriage in this nation. Lord, have mercy on us. Have mercy. You have ordained marriage, and it is sacred in your sight, Holy One, the great covenant keeper. Lord, we ask that you bring order and balance to this nation concerning families and the marriages. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy, Lord, and bring unity. Lord, you're the only one who can bring reconciliation into these broken relationships and build unity. Lord, you're the only one who can rebuild as you are the great master builder. You are the great architect and the designer. Lord, you are the repairer of the breach of Isaiah 30 and 26. And Lord, you are in the construction business. You are the Jewish carpenter and we are crying out to you, Lord. It starts with the home and marriages and family. And only you, Lord, can reconcile. Only you can restore. You're the great God of resurrection power. And only you can reunite. Lord, you are the great master builder. You are chief cornerstone. Be the chief cornerstone over each and every one of these dear women and their families, their hearts, their lives, their broken and hurting marriages, Lord, their families, and their homes. Take all, Lord, and bring unity to this nation, and may we, we be set firmly on the solid rock of our Lord Jesus Christ, the firm foundation. 
for it is for your glory, Lord. It's all about you, and you are the only one who can bring your blessings and bring the order and balance and peace that this nation needs. It's all in your hands, Lord, and we cry out to you for the women standards of this nation and for the hurting, broken families. God, have mercy on us and do your mighty work and fight for every marriage represented in this nation that is hurting, wounded, fractured, dead-appearing marriages. You're the God of resurrection power, and it's only by your mighty hand that you can take each and every one of these women and these families and do a mighty work, Lord, all for your glory. All for your glory, Lord. Take our messes and give beautiful messages that the power of God can be seen. And it's for your glory, Lord, we lift you in the blessed and holy, powerful and glorious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. To God be the glory. Uh, My name is David, and I want to encourage you all. I stand with uh, every one of you for the healing of marriages. I'm on this journey with you, and uh, I promise you the Lord is good, and uh, he hears the prayers of his people. Today I'd like to pray especially for education, and on this National Day of Prayer, I want to assure you all that our God is a good God, and uh, his word stands forever, and his promise is that, as it says in his word, If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. So God, I just thank you so much for your greatness. It's beyond measure. You are worthy of praise every day through the good, through the bad. Your ways are so much higher than our ways. We just commit ourselves to your way of doing everything, not just for marriages, relationships, but for education as well. We know how precious children are in your sight. We know how important education is. And your word speaks to education, and we just lift up your eternal word as we cry out for our children, for education, your word says to start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. So we just pray that you would give us strength and wisdom and discernment to teach our children in your ways. Your word also says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. And so... We thank you that you give us blueprints for how to raise up our children. And we know that your word doesn't speak to uh, learning 2 plus 2 equals 4 and those sorts of things. But we do know that our schools push aside teachings that would draw children towards your ways and towards your understanding. And, And so we just want to pray right now that you would do a mighty work in our education system to turn hearts back to you and to give discernment for those areas where our schooling tries to draw children away from the eternal truths of Scripture 
And we pray for boldness that you would continue to raise up children, adolescents who would stand for your principles and have a boldness that is beyond their years, beyond their maturity. Your word says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Oh, Holy Spirit, we just pray right now. Please come renew our minds. Place the truth of Scripture in our minds. And in all things related to education, I pray that you would loose the lies, the deception, the confusions, everything that the world would seek to teach our youth that would turn their hearts away from you, that would twist their thinking. Just pray that you would reveal it to us, that you'd lay it bare even before our children, that they would know the difference between truth and lies. And we just pray, God, that you would give our hearts um, a purpose that is much greater than what the world would seek to teach us. But we do know that education is important, and uh, and we do ask for quality education for our children. We ask that what they learn would be true to your word and that it would be used for your purposes. And so we're just so thankful for all that you do for precious children that you give us. And for those of us who do not have children, we nevertheless pray that education would be from you, that what's not from you, it would be made clear to us, and that we would be able to navigate this minefield that the world sets out for us in in terms of what's true and what's worth learning. And uh, we're just so thankful for all that you do. And we just thank you so much for your heart for families, marriages, and we just pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hi, this is Missy and Greg in New Mexico, and we are calling on behalf of Standards and Prodigals. I'm going to pray for that. We are happily restored for seven, going on eight years now, and we want to say hi to many of you who we know or have prayed for or met over the years and uh, want to encourage you just to keep on keeping on and wherever you're at and whatever you're doing and to know that God is always at work. And so I'll start and I'll pray and then Greg's going to join in and we will um, hope that each of you have a blessed day. On a side note, um, we do homeschooling, and we've been reading One Minute in America every morning, and just recently we read a great passage about Thomas Jefferson and him writing a pamphlet to people in England um, about moving to America in the 1700s, and one of the things he said was that you can hardly find infidelity there, and so what a great thing that our nation was founded on moral um, beliefs and God as the center of the country and how the family was um, a whole here. And so we're praying for our country and for our marriages that we would be centered back upon Christ and Christ alone. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, God, that you are at work and you are working even today that you have a purpose for the people that are hearing this we just ask that you would use um, the words that are spoken in all these prayers to be um, an uplifting 
point in in their day and where they're at, but they would know that you are at work, God. We thank you that you work diligently in our lives, whether it be our finances or our jobs, our families, our relationships, and ourselves, that you are there and you are, are busy doing things we can never even imagine, God, that you do immensely more than we can dream of. We ask that you would just today give standers um, just the heart to stand, God. Help them to, when all else fails, just to stand. We pray that you would just help them to know that that there is um, a God who can speak clouds into existence and call call things that are not as though they were. We pray that you would just work in each of the marriages out there, whether they're um, just recently in a state of shock from from the separation point or whether they're in a restoration point or whether they're somewhere in the far between areas, God, that you would just show up and show off and, and let your will and your way be known, God, and help us in this country as we seek to serve you in our marriage to let that be a light to those around us that they might seek to serve you, God, that our our country might come back to its roots of calling upon the name of the Lord and and seeking you first and above all else and that we would want to do that in the way we serve each other in a family and in our church and our work and as we raise children, that people would clearly see the point of calling on Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. We just ask that you would um, strengthen those who are listening, that you would help them to hear your words and to know that you are alive and active and that your word is sharper than any two-edged sword. We ask that you would just work mightily in situations, financial situations. God, right now, just I pray for those who are in need, that you would just provide for them in a mighty way, that they might know that you are God and that you own a cattle on the thousand hills and that you can take care of us, that we don't have to worry. You said that um, the birds of the air do not worry and fret. Why should we for what we have to eat or what we have to wear? Pray that you would just provide strength and and emotional stability, Lord, for those who are standing, that they could could keep standing and that they would stand strong in you and that they would grow and that they would just, in this time, in their spiritual minds and their spiritual bodies, that they would just grow in you. We thank you, God, for that. God, we are grateful for your great blessings, and we know that you are working mightily, and we thank you that you can and you will and you are able. And we thank you for standards that are new or that are been there a while or that are um, seeing your restoration work now. We just thank you for them, and we praise you that you are at work. Nothing is too hard for you, God. Father, we're just so grateful and thankful for your grace and the grace that was uh, provided to us through the sacrifice of your son. We're we're grateful that your grace is sufficient for those who are standing for the restoration of their marriage. We're thankful for your grace that is is powerful in in saving and restoring a, a, a prodigal that is away from their family and away from you. We just pray for your work and will to be done in these marriages that uh, that you would give uh, sufficient grace to those who are standing that you would would uh, give restoration to these these marriages that you would return the hearts of 
of husbands to their to their wives and and fathers to their families and, and the hearts of, of wives to their husbands and mothers to their children. Lord, I, I pray for that. I, I pray also even more uh, fervently that you would restore souls back to your kingdom, that you would bring uh, bring people from darkness into into your light and to show uh, your great work in their hearts and their lives, that they would be restored uh, to you and brought up in your grace that they might see that they are in, in need of of knowing and and, uh, and submitting to you and and submitting to your ways and and uh, and not just looking for their their own uh, restorations or, or their own um, heartfelt desires but really looking for for what it is that you want to achieve in this time and through this time uh, through their families and and uh, through the work that will be done well beyond um, well beyond them well beyond the, the struggles that they have to endure and and look to to how they can use those struggles to to bless and honor uh, you and, and your name and, and bless others and, and bring uh, re- restoring and, and healing and and grace into other situations uh, even years from now that they would see that that what uh, what has been allowed to happen in their lives can be a great blessing to to many many more in helping to to restore and heal other uh, hurting situations we just pray that you would show yourself strong and 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 mighty through the work in these families people that are are looking for restoration now and show yourself uh, in the the way that you restore them, but also use them for your glory in the future. We thank you for working in in our hearts and and using using us to uh, to minister to others, even though uh, we are are no no more special than anybody else. You have have chosen to use uh, the the real struggles that we have gone through to uh, to minister to others. We pray that, that that would be an encouragement to to people who are now standing and, and they would see that you have a, a plan and a purpose and uh, a future for them, a, a plan that, that includes uh, using them for for your glory and for the help of, of many uh, that have, have experienced the same thing. Just pray that you would give them strength, give them hope, give them... Uh, the ability to stand under under this time of trial that they might uh, really learn how to lean on you and to to uh, know you more deeply and trust you completely with uh, with the lives that uh, that they've turned over to you. I just pray that you use those lives for your glory. Use this time to to strengthen and and restore hearts to you lives to your to your kingdom and, and really refine all of us for your purpose and, and your plan for for our lives for the people that we come in contact and for this nation as well as as we are are coming to uh to a time where what i know it's going to be important that we all are are strong in our faith strong in, in our stand and and our our conviction of of what we know to be to know that uh, that Christ is in control and who's for your kingdom and your glory in all things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey. Hello, this is Dennis. I offer this prayer for men on this, the National Day of Prayer. Lord, there is a battle raging around us that is deeply wounding spouses, 
children, and families. Satan hates families and is out to destroy them. It is through the family that faith is passed on to future generations. Lord, help men to stand in the gap for their families. The prophet Ezekiel cried out, I sought for a man among them who should build up the wall and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found none. Lord, men need to be engaged in the battle for the family. Raise up holy men to fight for families. You are calling them forth to mission. Please encourage them to take up the battle for that which is most precious in your sight. Lord, one of the key reasons that the family is faltering is very few men have been willing to step into the gap. This leaves families vulnerable to attack. Many men practice their faith timidly, or not at all, being only minimally committed to passing the faith on to their children. Lord, forgive us for the sin of lukewarm faith. Enkindle the fire of the Holy Spirit in the hearts of men, that they may burn with love for you and their families, that they may rise up and fight the good fight of faith. Lord, there is a gaping hole in the family's first line of defense. Who will stand in the breach, defending the family against the evil forces seeking to destroy it? We need holy and righteous men to step up to fight this battle. Lord Jesus, you are our model of what it means to be a man. Every moment of your life on earth revealed the mystery of what it means to be man, that is, to be fully human and a model of masculinity. Nowhere else can we find the fullness of masculinity. Only in you, Lord, can we find the highest display of masculine virtue and strength that we need in our lives and in our society. The Father sent you to reveal what it means to be a man, and the fullness of this revelation is evident on the cross. You came into the world to give yourself totally to us. Empower each man with the fullness of masculinity. Prepare each man to give himself completely, to charge into the gap, to engage in spiritual combat, to defend women, children, and others against the wickedness and snares of the devil. Lord, the biggest spiritual battle is within man himself. As you, Lord Jesus, faced the threefold temptation in the desert, passions of the flesh, possessiveness, and pride, so must we. Give men the grace to lead holy and pure lives that are pleasing in your sight. Bless them that they may be a blessing to their spouses and families. Lord, we can do none of this through our own efforts. We need you. You are our rock and strength. You are our deliverer. May we stand in the gap, knowing that the battle is not ours, but yours. You are with us, fighting alongside us for the glory of the Father. Lord, sadly, the word love has lost its meaning. Where do we find the true meaning of love? We have to look no further than your cross. Lord, you make it clear that love is central to your mission. Love one another as I have loved you. All of your teaching can be summed up in this command. Love is not a side job. It is the mission itself. Lord, when men love with the true love of you, Jesus Christ, they are willing the good of the other, pouring themselves out in charity for others. In you, Lord Jesus, we see that sacrifice is at the heart of love.
Whether married or single, every man is called to live as a husband and father in the very real and concrete way. Heavenly Father, you have charged every man with the task of guarding the dignity of every woman. This is the high calling of every man. Lord, through spousal love, men live out a strength that endures, a strength for which the world longs, and a strength that will stabilize a crumbling society. This is a very high calling indeed. Inspire men to rise up to this clarion call. In his letter to the church at Ephesus, your great servant Paul describes the beauty and dignity of the marital union, symbolic of Christ's love for his bride, the church. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her. Husbands, love your wives as your own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For this reason, a man shall leave his mother and father and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery, and I mean in reference to Christ and the church. Lord, marriage in you is not merely a human endeavor. It is a higher calling. It is a great mystery. In a way, it's a longing for divine and eternal love. Since marriage is an earthly image of your love for the church, this is the epicenter of the battle between good and evil. Satan is out to destroy this image of love. Lord, we need men to be chaste and holy. When men act in this way, they radiate your light to our society, so darkened by sin. O oh Lord, our culture has abandoned unity, chastity, and permanence in marriage and reduce sexuality to an endless string of hookups, devoid of commitments or emotional attachments. We have separated sexuality from the commitments of marriage and family. We have turned women into objects for our own selfish sexual pleasure. This has opened us up to the scourge of abortion, pornography, and sexual abuse. Instead of real and a thought authentic love, this false liberty offers cheap pleasure that masks a deeper loneliness and pain. Instead of the security of a traditional family, it leaves children longing for the stability of the love of a mother and father. Indeed, the love promised by sexual freedom has never been found. In its wake is carnage. Countless broken hearts, bound by fear, broken lives, broken homes, broken dreams, and the broken belief that love is even possible. This is the rotted fruit of strain from your plan for human sexuality, Lord. Have mercy on us for failing to live our lives according to your will. Lord, fatherhood is no longer honored, respected, or encouraged. We are so in need of good fatherly role models, Lord. Raise up men to answer the call. Inspire and empower men to step up and lovingly, patiently take up their God-given role as protector, provider, and spiritual leader of their homes. Equip men to go forward in the battle for families. Christ, guide them to defeat the enemy. Amen. Hi, my name is Donna, and I'm a prayer intercessor, and I invite you to intercede with me for the churches around the world. 
Lord, we call upon God for Jesus' church in America to walk in unity, harmony, and oneness. So his church personifies, calls, and leads America to unity. Lord, we ask that you would encourage our pastoral staff when ministry gets tough. Help them to remain faithful with things that you've entrusted to them. Lord, teach us to respect and honor our elders and deacons, that they may give wholehearted attention to prayer and ministry. Keep them devoted to their families and above reproach. May they be gentle, honest, and wise as they carry out their responsibilities. Lord, we pray that you would appoint the worship leaders who stand in awe before the splendor of your holiness. Use their praise to defeat the enemy. May they be true worshipers who worship in spirit and in truth. Lord, may every speaker, teacher, correctly handle your word of truth, admonishing and teaching wisely. Let them speak with faith that springs from a relationship with you. Lord, we pray over the youth workers. May they set examples in speech, life, love, and faith, and purity. Help them to be strong and alive in the word to overcome. Lord, we pray for the hurting to come to know you as El Royal, the God who sees them. Bind up the brokenhearted and set captives free. Replace mourning with your oil of gladness and comfort them so they will have a ministry of comfort to others. Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit would lead the churches. Lord, we pray that we all would evilly desire the spiritual gifts that you've given us. We desire to be pure and obedient so our love for each other will be sincere and from the heart. Give us a spirit of unity so we glorify you with one heart and one voice. Help us to accept one another in love. Father, we pray for the churches around the world that you would be the provision for their finances, that you would make all your grace abound so that they would have enough to do every good work that you've assigned them. Lord, remind us that sharing with others is a pleasing sacrifice to you. Help us to be outwardly focused. Lord, we ask that you would um, make every church a house of prayer. We want to pray first always and continually with thanks. May each of us recognize that this is your desire for us all, not just a few. Transform us into righteous men and women whose prayers are powerful and effective. Lord, we ask for a revival in your churches, a revival so we burn for you. Give us singleness of heart and action that we may always fear you and follow your precepts. Open our minds to your word and set our hearts ablaze within us. Lord, we pray continually for our standards and for standards around the world to stand on the solid rock of Jesus Christ for their marriage and to know that you are faithful. Father, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you that you free us, Lord, to love and to love you and that you love us and that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to lift up the churches around the world and we pray your will be done. And you said in your word that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. And I thank you for that, that the churches will stand and the people are part of the churches. So the people will stand on the solid rock of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hi, it's Lori. We appreciate you so much and we appreciate the fact that you have joined us for this National Day of Prayer event. I want to read a scripture to you from Psalm 91, 4 through 7. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. 
You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. And we can trust in the Lord and we can trust in his word and in the promises that he's given us that we don't need to fear. So regardless of what you're facing today, I pray that that would be the thing that you take away from this, that you can live not fearing what the future holds. Today, I want to pray for our families. So will you join me? Lord, we come to you today and we're thankful for the gift of family that you've given each of us. Even if we don't have children of our own, Lord, we are all part of a family and we're all part of your family. You gave the gift of marriage to us as an image of Christ and the church and our society is destroying it. We take it for granted. Lord, help us to fight the enemy for the families that you have entrusted to us. God, today I pray for the local church and the families that are represented there. We know the enemy would love nothing more than to destroy the families that are sitting in those pews. Father, help us to be people of prayer. I pray that we would take seriously the task we have of interceding and storming the gates of heaven on behalf of our families. Lord, we know that families will hurt each other. Help us to be people that are quick to forgive. If there are people that I have not forgiven, I pray that you would expose that to me. Help me get rid of the anger or the bitterness or the rage that that I may be holding against a family member. I pray that you would make us into people that forgive just as you have forgiven us. God, I ask that you would bring healing and restoration in family relationships that are suffering. I pray that you would use us to be your light to family members that can't find their way out of the darkness right now. God, help the words we speak bring glory to you. May they see you living in my life. Father, I pray for the health of our family members. I pray your protection over each and every one. I pray that you would bring physical healing, emotional healing, um, where that needs to take place. And I pray that you would protect our families from disease. Father, so many people in our Rejoice family are dealing with loved ones who are addicted to drugs and alcohol. God, I pray that they would be set free from the bondages that these substances have over them. Lord, I pray that you would send someone into their life that can show them a way out. When they drink or when they do the drugs, I pray that they would no longer find pleasure in it. Take away the craving they have for it. Father, I ask that you would bring healing to the families that have been so devastated by a loved one that's going through addictions. You are our redeemer, and we know that you can redeem what these addictions have stolen from these families. And so we ask for healing. Lord, I pray for the prodigal in each person's life. For most, it is a spouse, but for others, they're also praying for a prodigal child. Lord, help us not to grow weary and give up on that prodigal. Your word says that you will leave the flock and go after the one lost sheep. And that's what we're asking you to do today. Lord, you're sovereign and you see that one family that so desperately needs your touch and that feels forgotten. I thank you for your faithfulness to them. I pray that you would give them strength today. And I pray that that weary husband or wife would just feel your presence like never before. God, I pray that you would renew the love and the hurting families. Father, you are able to transform them, and you can transform these homes into your image, and we ask that you would do that today. Lord, make our homes places of peace and places of rest. 
I pray that you would open your, we would open your word and fill your ears with thanksgiving and praises as a family. Lord, bring healing where healing is needed. I pray that you would heal our relationships so that they can bring you honor and glory. Give us strength to wait when that's what you ask of us. Give us the boldness to proclaim when that is what you ask of us. Give us the opportunities to share with others what you are doing in our lives because we are taking our families back from the enemy. Lord, I pray that you would help us to be bold in all that we do, and we will thank you and praise you for it. In your name, amen. I hope you've enjoyed praying with us and reflecting on the many areas that we can be in prayer for. You can visit the National Day of Prayer website at www.nationaldayofprayer.org and print out some prayer prompts that you can continue to use day after day. Even if you're not in the United States, there are many listings of things to help you pray for. You can also visit our Rejoice Marriage Ministries website and under general resources, find many prayer resources that will help you.